Welcome to the Mondo Bass Podcast. I'm Dan Bourgeois, and it's great to have you with us today. Mondo Bass is geared towards beginning and intermediate bassists with information beneficial to professionals and bassists from all walks of life and skill levels. Whatever your style, whatever your skill level, there's something for you here at Mondo Bass. On today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of listening to music and how it aids in your development, not only as a bassist, but as a total musician. What should you be listening to? In a word, everything. I believe that you cannot listen to enough music, and you should not limit yourself to just one style, nor should you limit yourself to just what you like. There will be things that catch your ear and grab your heart and soul more than others. For me, that was Memphis soul music, especially the sounds that came out of Stack Studios, the legendary company that gave us such great artists as Otis Redding, Sam and Dave, Eddie Floyd, and countless others. Everything I do as a bassist has a foundation in Memphis soul music. I was extremely lucky as a child to be exposed to a lot of different music in different styles. The heavy funk of James Brown, the R&B and rock and roll influence sounds of Huey Lewis and the News, the horn-heavy bands Tower of Power and Blood, Sweat and Tears, the beautiful Nashville productions of Patsy Cline, the slick horns and fat back rhythm section of the Blues Brothers, the guitar work of Eric Clapton, the psychedelic soul of Jimi Hendrix, the jazz fusion exploits of Joe Zavanul and Wayne Shorter's Weather Report, and the elements of the universe known as Earth, Wind, and Fire, just to name a few. As I got older and deeper into not only the bass, but music as a whole, I discovered the Beatles, the Beach Boys, and a host of jazz greats, favorites of which include Ray Brown, Antonio Carlos Jobim, Stan Getz, and Hank Mobley. These days, I find myself listening to a lot of classic jazz standards, and I enjoy film scores quite a bit, especially the works of John Williams and Jerry Goldsmith. Why so much music? You need to be familiar with as many styles as you can, because you never know when you'll be called upon to play them. I remember reading a quote from the great New Orleans bassist George Porter Jr., famous for his work with the meters, that said, and I'm paraphrasing here because I could not find the exact quote, that he would be able to play a country session with the best of them, even though it's not his primary style, because he's familiar with how the bass should function in country music. George Porter is known for his snakily, funky, syncopated bass lines and is recorded and toured with artists as diverse as Tori Amos, David Byrne, and Jimmy Buffett, just to name a few. If that's not a ringing endorsement for being stylistically fluid and a complete musician, I don't know what is. On a recent jazz trio gig, I was thrown a curveball by my good friend Andy Bourgeois, an absolutely world-class keyboardist and one of the world's greatest hangs on or off a bandstand. He called the standard alone together, usually played in a medium swing tempo, and asked for it to be done in an up-tempo Latin style. It was a great call. It made the tune extremely interesting, and the band had fun playing it. I was able to hang on the tune because I can play a Latin bass line due to listening to that style of music, understanding its fundamentals, and incorporating them into my playing. It all starts with listening. I also want to touch on the differences between active and passive listening. Passive listening is when you listen to music for pleasure, like when you're riding in a car or taking a walk. You're hearing the music and taking it in, but you're not fully engaged with it. You're getting a taste without the full flavor. If I have to learn a new tune for a gig, I always begin with passive listening. I'll usually listen to it when I take my morning walk or when I'm working out in the gym. 
I'm not listening to anything in particular except for the song as a total piece. This creates familiarity. When it's time for me to sit down and really learn the song, I engage in active listening. This means I'm fully engaging my musicianship and working on understanding the song. It might surprise you to learn that I don't even pick up a bass for this part. It's like the legendary Hall of Fame Yankees catcher Yogi Berra said, quote, 90% of the game is half mental, end quote. Though I would never dare to rewrite a modern-day poet and prophet like Yogi, I will amend that classic saying to suit our purposes here on Mondo Bass. 90% of music is half listening. This is what I do when I actively listen to a song. First, what is the bassist doing? Are they playing busy? Are they laying back? How are they approaching the song? Secondly, I listen to the drummer and how the bassist and drummer are functioning as a unit. This isn't just about the style of the tune. It's also about how they're approaching the piece. Are they playing loose or tight? Third, I listen to the melody. I'm going to go into more detail on this in a future episode when I talk about the role of the bass and the rhythm section. But the bass is the link between the singer or instrumentalist and the drummer's bass drum. How is the bass functioning with the melody? Is it leaving a lot of space or is it acting as a counter melody? Finally, I listen to the band as a whole. This includes the chord changes of the tune and the other instruments. Only after I've done all of this will I pick up a bass and start learning the song. In a future episode, I'm going to go more in-depth on what I call the four-ear principle. As bassists, we should always have one ear on what we're doing, one ear on the drummer, one ear on the singer or soloist, and one ear on the rest of the band. It's enough to introduce that concept here, and you should have enough information to now actively listen to music. If you're a beginning bassist, there are players you should absolutely be listening to. Not only should you be listening to those players, but you should be listening to the great rhythm sections of all time as well. You can be a virtuoso on your instrument, but if you can't play well with other musicians, you're not going to achieve your full potential. Plus, being a great rhythm section player is just a whole lot more fun, and it's democratic. As you get further into your musical journey, you'll find yourself listening to and being inspired by other instrumentalists. Jimi Hendrix famously wanted his guitar to sound like Little Richard's voice. On the Mondo Bass website, www.mondo-bass.com, you will find curated playlists I have put together to help you on your journey towards being a fully formed rhythm section player. They will often be updated and added to, so be sure to check back often. We're so lucky to live in an age where music is so accessible to us because of the advent of services such as YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, and so on. Make use of them. Use them to your advantage. If you subscribe to the Mondo Bass Patreon, you will get extensive notes and analysis on the tunes that I have put together. Listening to music should always be a part of your practice routine. It's a wonderful exercise because you can do it most anywhere. Before we finish today's show, I have a bit of homework for you, a listening exercise that should be a lot of fun. We're going to listen to the classic tune Soul Man, written by Isaac Hayes and David Porter. This song was recorded by Sam and Dave at Stack Studios and was a number two hit on the Top 40 chart when it was released in 1967. Sam and Dave were backed up by the Stax house band of Booker T and the MGs, Isaac Hayes, and the Memphis Horns. Give the original version a good listen, utilizing the principles I introduced earlier. What is the bassist doing? How are the bassist and drummer working together? How is the bass functioning with the melody? How is the bass functioning with the rest of the band? I'd like to add another element to our listening exercise. 
How Does the Song Make You Feel? Next, I want you to listen to the 1978 version of Soul Man by the Blues Brothers, the brainchild of comedic actors John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. This version was also a huge hit, reaching number 14 on the Billboard Top 40. It also features Donald Duck Dunn and Steve Cropper, the original bassist and guitarist from the original recording. Go through the same questions we asked of the original version. Notice the differences. How does this version make you feel? It's in a different key. Does that make a difference? The drummer, Steve Jordan, is doing some different things from Al Jackson on the Sam and Dave version. Does Duck play differently with Al as opposed to Steve? Make a note of these things. When you're done, you should have a new and hopefully better appreciation of this tune, not only as a bassist, but as a full musician. Links to these two tunes can be found in the show description. That's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mondo Bass is a listener-supported podcast, and that support comes from listeners like you. Be sure to visit our website, www.mondo-bass.com. From there, you can sign up for our Patreon program. For $10 a month, you will get access to all of the exercises introduced in the show. You'll find our store where we have some really cool bass-centric t-shirts as well as some other fun items. Links can be found in the show description along with our email address, mondobasepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. I'm the only person that checks the email, so if you write to the show, you'll be talking to me. Introduce yourself. Tell me what kind of music you like. Let me know your thoughts on the two versions of Soul Man. I'm here to help. I also love baseball and old monster movies. Feel free to chat about those with me as well. As we quoted the great Yogi Berra in this episode, I feel it's only appropriate to end with one of my other favorite baseball quotes. This one courtesy of Oscar Gamble. Quote, they don't think it be like it is, but it do. End quote. I couldn't have said it better. Thank you for listening. Whatever your skill level and whatever your style, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm Dan Bourgeois, and this has been Mondo Bass. Happy practicing. Happy listening. See you next time. Thank you.